Welcome to Pull the Pin Already, a place where average veterans come to share their views on the world we live in. We can't promise you like what we have to say, but we'll promise it's genuine. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. It's time to pull the pin. All right. All right, Mike, what are we going to talk about today? A uh, good topic for today, Jim, would be coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yeah, also I don't even know known as COVID-19. Yeah, I don't even know if we're allowed to say it anymore, but uh, yeah, the coronavirus. <laughs> hey, um, the, sens- the censorship is going there, but we're not there yet. Right, right, right. As long as we don't call it the Wuhan virus. That's right. That's right. And awesome. it depends on where you are when you call it that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So so I was going to ask you, start off just asking you a question with this coronavirus. Kind of a little off topic, but I'm going to lead into it. Um, I just want to know, have, have you ever in your life been lied to? Yeah. Tri- it's not a trick question, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been lied to by the government? Ooh. Yes. So I guess what I'm getting at is today we have moved past the information age where before we really didn't have much information. We relied on newspapers, news and stuff to get information. Now we have this thing called the Internet. Uh, So we're flooded with information. Yes. So the era we moved into now is basically uh, finding the truth in the information. So because there's a lot of information, there's a, a lot of opportunities for false information. That's true. Yeah. So right off the bat, when this pandemic started, uh, I remember um, we were told the coronavirus came from Wuhan, right? I don't know if you've ever seen the articles on it. They talked about uh, there was a, uh, a laboratory near the fish market or whatever they call those markets. Right. And apparently somebody might have taken it out of the market by accident or there was a whole bunch of stories. I guess we can call them conspiracies until we know the truth. Uh, once that kind of made its way around, I think China got a little bit upset and started to push back. And China was actually um, saying that there was American troops that came to China and spread the coronavirus. That part I never heard. Yeah, it, it's, it's another... I'll call them all conspiracy theories now because right. I don't know how much proof we have. I did see things about... Um, Cell phone usage in that Wuhan market shut down in a certain period of time. Um, there, there were certain things. Um, I remember there was a, an inspection done at this Wuhan library, uh, library laboratory, <laughs> and they failed a lot of their inspection. So it was very dangerous. But uh, so right now, I don't even know what to believe on even the origin of the coronavirus. I'm right there with you. So then let's just go to the, the, the elephant in the room. I mean, do you believe there is a coronavirus? Mm, yes, I do. Okay. so And I, I see it as a type of the flu. That's based, I think that's a general consensus. It's a type of flu. So you believe it's, there is a coronavirus, but it's not as, um, it's, it's a bit embellished uh, the way we see it today. Absolutely. Okay. I, I personally, um, even once again, I I keep having to default back to the information you trust. Right. I I have um, not firsthand information because I personally haven't lost anybody, but I have firsthand connected information with people who have lost somebody. Right. And I've talked to some people that were nurses and and some of them talk about the things they see Mm -hmm. and some of the effects. So I personally... I don't believe it's like the flu. I do believe it's it's much worse than the flu, okay. but I don't think it's as dangerous 
any more than the flu. I, I, maybe I'm not explaining that right. Well, when you say you believe it's uh, worse than the flu, what do you mean by that? I, I mean, I think, first of all, I'm going to go out there and just say, I'll believe, I'm believing in the conspiracy that it was man-made. I believe that. I don't believe this originated from some bat. I believe it was man-made. Okay. And when I say man-made, I believe that this virus was probably designed as a weapon of some sort. Okay. And it attacks specific things. So I don't think it was just some virus that slipped out and people are affected or they're not. I think okay. this, this virus was created to attack certain things. And once again... I, I'm only going on my belief, and just like I said, average veterans, you know, we can only go with the information we know and what we think is true. Right, right. So this is all the information I've heard, but I'm telling you, my my brain is just baffled because there's so many, like, contradictions. Well, I'm right there with you because I don't don't know what to believe. I haven't heard the, uh, it came from bat poop or anything like bat bites or bat poops or anything like that, but... um, I did hear about the Wuhan and that it's man-made, like almost anything out here is man-made, but I don't believe, uh, as the old song goes, don't believe the hype, you know? And, but just to bring it in, reel it in a little bit, I'd also don't have a problem with doing everything that they're telling us to do. Right. To protect others. We, we can talk about the methods in a second, but first mm-hmm. I want to go back to the to the statement I started with about being lied to and, and lied to by the government. Let's talk about the World Health Organization. Okay. I mean, these are the these are the things that the general Americans, and we've talked about this before, we don't have time to research coronaviruses. Right. You know, we don't have all friends that work in hospitals or, or, or any of these specialists. So we have to rely on what we believe is a trusted source. Now, I, I probably don't trust the government. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I lean, I err on the side of double check the government. But the World Health Organization, it was supposed to be some well-funded, trusted organization. And I remember right in the beginning, um, they had some information that was completely contradicting. You remember when it wasn't person-to-person spread? Right. So they were told that it wasn't person-to-person spread during the same time China... Oh, you're coming in broken, Jim. You can't hear me? I, I can hear you, but you're coming in broken. You're just saying I'm broken. That's what I... I can't no, really go no. with this. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, everything's going... It's going we'll make a commercial out of this, all right? Yeah, so but I'm to- telling you right now, it's... It's already I'm taken. not a conspiracy theorist, but it's right when you start talking about the government. You started oh, coming in broken. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Well, you'll I see the comments after the show. They'll they'll tell you. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Google's right, listening right. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe Google's got a government employee at each desk. <laughs> hey, break up that talk. Break it up. Right, right, right. So, so what I was saying was basically the WHO came out with contradictions saying it wasn't passed from person to person. And the whole time they were doing this, China was actually shutting down national travel. They were shutting down travel within China, but they never shut down international travel. Right. Which leads to another conspiracy that they were intending to spread this. Right. Uh, so like I said, even given what I know from working in the military or being in the military, none of it's unbelievable. But until, until we have proof, 
it's all conspiracy until we have proof. Right. And I mean, there's, there's some people mentioned a show that was on Netflix. Uh, it's, it basically shows the whole design of the coronavirus and everything that was happening on that show is happening today. I right. can't remember the name of it, but eh, I can get it. Well, I don't know. You know, I, I don't like I said, I don't study the coronavirus, but I don't know if you know that this, this isn't the first coronavirus. Right, right. Like that's that's what goes back and leads into what you were saying about being lied to and things like that. This is not the first coronavirus. Right. So if we documented the last coronavirus and put that into a Netflix special, it would be just <laughs> as relevant as this coronavirus. Right. <laughs> this one just happens to be uh, publicized as some worldwide catastrophe. Right. Do you believe it's a catastrophe? No, no. I personally believe, uh, and I was going to use that, like Sweden. Look at countries like Sweden. Sweden did what, what I believe the Americans should do and say, hey, you're smart enough to know what's important to you. If right. you value your safety, this is what we recommend. And if we had done that, we might have been just like Sweden. I mean, if people started seeing their relatives or neighbors going to the hospital, they would take that, that sign and take more precaution. But I think, I, the, I think the kickback is there's a lot of patriotic Americans out there who don't think it's the government's job to tell me how to keep myself safe or when I should keep myself safe. Okay. And, and I agree with that to a certain extent because forming, the forming a government is to protect the people. So that's right. why I would uh, disagree with that statement. I would also say and add to that is... I didn't like the response, how they shut everything down. They stopped this, they stopped that. And then they said it only lasts, uh, I believe it was six days, 14 days or whatever the total num uh, amount of time was. So in theory, I was thinking, okay, if you're gonna shut things down, if it lasts only two weeks, shut every everything down for two weeks. Shut everything down for three weeks, just to be sure. Right. Well, that and, was the original plan. Two yeah, weeks. no, but then you start opening things and, you know, then you can never have anything to uh, gauge it off of, gauge the, the proper response, if that was the proper response. You know what I mean? So sure. my my take on it is it was a, hmm, a gut reaction when you should just took time, use the people in place to uh, use the pros out there, you know, those medical people out there to analyze everything and come up with a solution. Well, well let's, but, talk, let's talk about those pros. Let's talk okay. about those pros because there's a guy that's been in the, the uh, White House presence for uh, several different presidents. Okay. This Dr. Fauci guy. Yeah. Um, now, personally, the more I hear him and the more I see him, the less I like him, especially after his celebrity tour. Uh, but he originally, he originally came out and said the masks don't work. Yeah. Right? And then uh, I actually saw him, I, I believe, I'm not sure if it was an interview or talking to Congress. I'm not sure. But he, he blatantly just came out and said, we only said that so that we can save the masks for the, the medical personnel. So he so, blatantly, I heard it out of his mouth, saying yeah, he, he lied. lied. Yeah. So that's a debatable thing where you're talking about the government's job to protect us. And I do right. understand the government has to keep people from freaking out. Right. I, I get that. But I guess at what cost? I mean, you're going to deprive the general public of a mask to give them to doctors to treat the general public. 
Right. So if the general public has masks, there's less for the doctors to treat if they work. <laughs> if yes, if they work. Right. So so I guess the the question is, like I said, his original advice was they don't work, and now all of a sudden it's it's more popular to say they do work. So right off the bat, I don't believe the guy anymore. I don't believe anything he says because now every time he says mm-hmm. something. Is he trying to protect doctors or other professions telling me something so I right, can protect right. myself? Like, how do you follow that up? Yeah, now you can't see him without a mask. Well, right. I mean, yeah. well, he was at the baseball game without a mask. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but so let's talk about that. Let's talk about, like I said, well, I already touched on the liberty of the freedom part. Let's talk about the contradiction. Let's talk about the hypocrisy. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the hypocrisy is starting to prove that this is not about the coronavirus. It's mm. starting to prove it because, uh, what is it? What is one of the, something really big that's recently happened? Oh, I get it. The uh, riots, the, right. the George Floyd three funerals with all those people there. Right. At the same time. More recently, John Lewis. Right, they're, they're, they're releasing prisoners because it's so dangerous. Right. At the same time, they're breaking up Jewish funerals in either New Jersey, I think it was New Jersey, are arresting uh, the, gy- the guys from the gym, the barber from, or the tattoo guy, they're arresting mm-hmm. business owners for not complying with this stuff, but yet they're encouraging these mobs of people. Right. I, I mean, is the hypocrisy any more blatant now? Why well, would I believe for it? Me, for me, the uh, hypocrisy comes from, you have to take... Uh, one, what I like to say, municipality. If you take uh, Atlanta, let's just use Atlanta just as an example. If you have uh, people riding or or mass uh, functions in Atlanta and they're not doing anything, and then you have this uh, Jewish funeral and they break it up and say, no, you're in violation, uh, then, yeah, there's hypocrisy there. But when you have these different pockets of... um, incidents in America all over, then I, I can't really label that as uh, hypocrisy. You well, know what no, I mean? No, you're right. Well, it's not you can't label it as hypocrisy, but you have to be specific on who you're calling a hypocrite. Exactly. New Jer- the state you know? of New Jersey run by a sorry governor is hypocrite. And as a former resident of New Jersey, right? I knew I wasn't going to stay there. I will yeah. never go back there. Uh, I can I can understand. Right. Uh, it, it is really basically, I'm sorry for you New Yorkers, but New Jersey, North Jersey is Southern New York and South Jersey is like uh, Eastern Pennsylvania. Mm. So really there are no real New Jerseyans in. Right, 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 right. But in, in all fairness, that state's been run horrible anyway. So, but I don't want to get on tangent about New Jersey because right. I can stay here all day. Uh, <laughs> but I, I guess you're right. The hypocrisy from New York, New Jersey, that was pretty blatant. I, I don't right. know about Atlanta's hypocrisy, uh, but I do know that in the media today, if you watch any of the media, there are uh, politicians parroting these things. Yeah. Like, I mean, literally refusing to denounce large gatherings, whether they're peaceful protests or riots. Well, I, I mean, how can you trust someone whose uh, whose job is on their first day when they get elected, their job is, OK, focus on reelection. 
You know, mm-hmm. and that's it's any politician. As soon as they they're elected and they get in office, as soon as they get in get in office, they focus on re-election. Well, sure, sure, but in that focus on re-election, they have to pick the winning side. If they pick the winning side, they get reelected. Yeah, yeah and that, I believe that's what they're doing. You, so, you don't want to upset a certain demographic who has a large, powerful, let's say, or very influential voting base. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what they do. So that's why when we say, I I don't trust them. I, I, I just don't. It's kind of like uh, trusting a car salesman, if you will. There's very few. There's very few uh, politicians out there that I can honestly say. Uh, when you start talking nationally, sure. right? Now, local politicians, I'll give it to them, you know? I put my... Uh, faith and confidence in them at a local level, more so than the national. I don't, I just don't trust them. Right. Cause local seems to be more accountable. Yes. Right. National, yes. they can hide. Like, I mean, uh, uh, what's her face? Cortez doesn't even live with the people she votes or she represents. Right. So she's not really accountable. Mm. Um, but uh, it, in, in that context though, I don't know. I don't know how we can trust anybody then. Yeah. And I think based on our military experience, we never take anything for granted. Even no. when we have a plan, uh, we know there might be a possible ambush in this place That's or that. Right. You're always having a backup plan. You're always uh, analyzing, reanalyzing. You're always doing that stuff. You always have a contingency plan. Exactly. Because everything works good in training. And next thing you know, once that first bullet fires off, everything changes. Right. Everyone's reaction is different, and that's why we train, train, train. You know. So, but, but let me ask you. I mean, well, keeping uh, keeping it there, keeping it there. That's why I, I find it hard to I, to understand why the average veteran would trust the politicians on either side. I don't care who it is, right? Because they've all proven to be liars, snakes, if you will. So I, I don't understand how, after going through all of that training, and <laughs> well, I, I, I agree, see how Mike. they can do it. I agree, Mike, and I will tell you, if you polled every person in America, I think 80% would say they don't trust politicians. I think if you are in the military or connected to the government, that would go up. So okay. I would suspect in the 90% of, of military or even you know, any kind of government-connected people wouldn't trust politicians. Because they kind of see the rules. Like, I, I can just give you an example. Uh, the, um, when we were deployed, you had these uh, rules of engagement. Yeah. You remember that stuff? Like, yeah. I literally was like, yeah. you know, away, right in front of the enemy, not literally, but figuratively. Right. And, and my rules of engagement were you can't fire until you're fired upon. Right, right. And I'm sitting here like, who's making that call? Right. Some guy back in D.C.? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was not sitting, looking, you know, at the enemy in the eye. Right. Like, it just it's just insane how anybody in the military would have any trust for yeah. any of these politicians. Yeah. Yeah, that rules of engagement, it, that, nah, that's a stickler for a lot of soldiers, man. And, and I was one of them. I never understood it. You know, and we do our best to follow orders and all of that, but no, nah, nah, right. I don't like it. Well, well, think of it. We were trained to basically bring out the, the inner inner tiger. Yeah. <laughs> and we were basically trained to overcome the fear. You know, we were yeah. trained to that. Now think about what's happening right now and the fear they're causing amongst regular people in this country. Right. People who have not been trained 
to overcome fear. Yes, but I disagree. What do you mean? I, I believe if you really follow politics, you'll see that you you you'll receive that training. You know. Well, I think you're giving a lot of people a lot of credit because I don't think there's I think there's a, a vast majority of naive people who don't really? want to read. Yeah, I do. I believe it. And I see it every day. I mean, I see people driving with their mask on. You clearly have no clue yeah. what this is all about. Yeah. If you have a mask on, let me tell everybody out there right now. If you have a mask on while you're driving, um, turn in your driver's license because you just became a threat to me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is a, a a virus. It's not a zombie apocalypse. Well, let me ask you this: From our training, uh, when you're when a virus is released, or some kind of gas, or uh, some powder, or something, what do you do? Ah, well, we stop breathing immediately and put our mask on. Okay. But do you sit in the area? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you don't sit in the area. You don't right. sit in your mask for three months and say, yeah, oh, this will work. I tell you what, you wouldn't go through that. I wish that CS chamber was, uh, you know, like the mask they giving out today. It yeah. Should, no, the CS, chamber, the CS chamber should be for everyone graduating high school. Yes. Yes. Mandatory. <laughs> Mandatory training. There you go. Right. Well, yeah. I think there's a lot of protesters learning about gas now. Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. it's as strong as the gas that we got, I believe. I think that the spray that they no. use out there is not as strong. No. But, uh, yeah. It 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 uh make you get around to a knee if you're not used to it. Never had it before though. Right, yeah. of course. Oh. I, and uh I want to talk about the fear though. I want to talk about the fear and what the fear is actually doing because we could take the virus for example and we say okay, let's let's treat the virus like a threat, like an enemy. You okay. know, we we can come up with a plan and contingency plans and all this stuff, but we are being very naive to dismiss the effects that it has on us, no matter what plan we implement. And I don't know if I'm making myself clear, but I'm saying by locking everyone down, you've seen the economy hurt. You've seen domestic violence go up, uh, drug abuse go up, suicides go up. I mean, you're seeing all the, the, the results of their plan that to me appear weren't even thought through. No, no. It's, it's kind of, I'll say the same thing to, to put something on top of that, the uh, stimulus plan, the stimulus relief, that little $1,200 for some and a lower amount for others, I believe. Wait, 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 a higher amount for, for kids. Don't you have like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought you bought your, your second boat with that stimulus, didn't you? <laughs> I don't have a boat, brother. I can't afford it. Oh, so you're not I, counting all the other kids? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, right. I can't do it. I can't do it. Right. No, I, I, I can't afford it until we get the next check. Oh, yeah. Right. It's a nice down payment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, my whole thing was what I was saying. I told a bunch of people, if it's, I think it was like $3 trillion. Mm-hmm. You know, if you took all the adults, adults being 18 and older in America, and you gave them $10,000, it would come out to about the same amount that the stimulus plan was. Right. Yeah, and I I never understood. If we received uh, 1,000, you know, where did the rest of the money go? Well, I I was under the impression that a lot of that stimulus money was going to the businesses to keep the businesses from failing, because a lot of businesses have shut down. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's true. Well, you can you that's can talk true. about the corruption in it because they've already mm-hmm. arrested one guy. I think for in Arizona, I think it was. Yeah, got three million dollars, and then he was going on his second three million dollars. Yeah, and I know it. I know two companies personally, and I cannot mention them, but uh, I know two companies personally that are being investigated for that. Right. So we can we can talk about the corruption of it. Yeah. But the intent of it was to keep the businesses afloat because, in all fairness, the government said you can't open. Right. So, so let's talk about this. And this goes right back into the whole lying and, and, and transparency thing. So I walk into a restaurant yesterday, happened to go out to eat some sushi. I love sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, I walk in, I have to put a mask on, right? Don't they, do it. Don't do it, Jim. They take me to my table <laughs> and I can take my mask off. Yes. Because clearly the coronavirus <laughs> understands I'm eating and can't be bothered. Right, right. So it will stay at the door with the receptionist. Exactly. It, so, it, it's a hard chance that it will enter the facility. You right. know, you still have to wear it when, once you enter, but like you said, you get yeah. to the, the table, then you can take it off to drink, to eat, to talk. Yes. Yes. I never understood it, but well, well, I like take, it. They don't take it off to talk because I couldn't hear a word the, rece- uh, the waitress was saying. Right, right. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I'm sorry, I can't understand a word you're saying. Right. <laughs> and she was but speaking English. I do like it, though. You I do, do like, like it? it? Yeah, because it, I don't know, Jim, because they had to do something to allow the businesses to open and to combat the transference or transmittal of this virus. Well, once again, this goes back to what's true and what's not. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about how much you believe. There's enough data on both sides now to prove that if the mask does anything, it's a very minute thing. And there I'll agree with you. Okay, if we can do a minor thing that helps other people, then okay. Fair enough. But the problem I have with it is the fear that people have been instilled with Mm-hmm. are getting them crazy, dependent on the mask, almost like it's some religious symbol. And I don't know if you saw in the news recently, but I saw two incidents. One was some couple out on the picnic, minding their own business, mm-hmm. and some lady was walking her dog yeah. and yelled at them for not wearing a mask and pepper yeah. sprayed them. Now that one I didn't see. Oh, yeah, it's out there. Some lady pepper sprayed a couple that weren't, she wasn't even near them. She had to go near them to pepper spray them. So she had to violate the social distancing too. Yes. Okay. Just because they weren't wearing a mask, which is like I said, it's not a zombie apocalypse, people. Stop. Right. And then there's another one where a, a couple was giving a, two guys a hard time. They were sitting on a bench. They were on break. And the one lady threw her coffee on this guy because he wasn't wearing a mask. I think there was more to it, a little bit of altercation. Yeah. But the altercation started, from what I understand, because he wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah, I've seen a few of those uh, Yeah, and the guy stories, got up yeah. and ended up beating up her boyfriend, which right. I still don't think was right. But, I mean, what do you do? You punch her? Like, uh, you know what I mean? No, you can't do that. You yeah, should, it's hey, just... You should, he should have controlled his woman. Yeah, well, and I don't yeah. mean that in a bad way. People, right, right, right. I mean it in a bad way. Right. But, no, I've seen the uh, uh, videos of people going up to other people, telling them to put the mask on while they're sitting there and they're eating in, like, a mall food court. Right. But once again, you're violating, you're, doing, you're committing a violation of the social distancing to have someone else put a mask on. I don't understand that. Right. On top of that, if my, getting back to, to try to reel it back in here, what about the soldiers? 
I don't like, uh, you know, I work on the military base, so everywhere they go, they have to wear the mask. Even while they're training, they have to wear the mask. Even during PT? That, I don't know. Because you don't see PT you don't see them? Huh? I don't see them. I don't go to work that early, man. Oh, You're getting man. me in trouble, brother. You're getting oh, me in bad. trouble. <laughs> my bad. Now I can't, I can't share the link with my boss now. Because I'd be curious, though. I'd be very curious because I would assume that wearing a mask while running would be really hard for breathing. Well, you know they have those masks with, like, some little circle thing over it? No. Like the N95 mask? Yeah. That yeah, was the one they said no. works. See, this is where I knew right from the beginning they were full of crap. They didn't even understand. All you mm. have to do is go to the manufacturer's website, right? So the right. N95 mask, you get them at Home Depot, they got a valve, almost like right. the, uh, the protective mask that we use. Remember those right. rubber valves? Yep. Well, do you know what that rubber valve is for? What's that? It's to force air out. Mm. Okay, so think about this. You got a mask on with a valve. It's a one-way valve. Wow. That's You're not point. protecting anybody around you. You're protecting right. you. Mm. But do you remember when the big thing was, oh, the N95 mask, that's yeah. the one. You just got to wear it right. It's got to be fitted right. right. No, because you're still blowing everything in your mouth out that valve. Yeah, but now, to the, now today to the, it's to the point where they tell you to wear a mask, not the N95, but also some type of face covering. Dude, I, I have so, like pantyhose. Like, I, I mean, the, the mask I have, I can blow through. Have you ever heard the guys talk? <laughs> If you can smell a fart through it, it clearly That's isn't right. working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the guys watching this, they understand that. So, so what it's intended to do is stop droplets. Like when right. you spit and you normally drop. That's the whole right. purpose of the mask. I'm not an expert, of course, so you can't just quote me on that. And, and maybe I sound ignorant by even saying that. Mm -hmm. But it clearly lets air out or you couldn't breathe. You couldn't breathe if it didn't right. let air out. So it's supposed to stop the liquid droplets. Mm. So think about that. All these people are convinced that this mask is some sort of savior. Right. And, and they think that that's going to do anything. But yet there's so much uh, downsides to the mask, they completely ignore that. Right. And, and I, um, I just, Let me ask you this, Jim. What do you think they should have done? Uh, as far Besides as... Besides tell the truth. Right, right. The, the truth is a good start. <laughs> The truth is a good start. And, and, and as opposed to you, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you did say this. I, I do agree with the two-week shutdown. I was yeah, okay I did, with yeah. the two-week shutdown because, for one, if we don't know what this is, we definitely want to shut down and see if we can control it. Right. But at the end of the day, um, let's take another example. Seatbelts, right? Seatbelts are mandatory or you get a right. ticket. Right. Uh, I remember when I grew up, I'm probably dating myself, I sat in the back of the station wagon with no seatbelt. Yep. I'm still alive. All the way in the back of the station wagon. Yes, looking at the yeah. drivers, making them really feel really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> the drivers waving at them like some idiot, hoping yeah. they'd wave back. But I'm still alive. So there was a risk, and people die in car accidents all the time. In even fact, while wearing seatbelts. Even once wearing seatbelts. And yeah. the government has not taken away my car or anything to proactively right. stop those deaths. In fact, what was the last time you had a government official in your bedroom preventing you from having a child with unsafe sex or mm. catching an STD? Right, right. They are not taking a proactive stance to save you from that. Drugs right. are still out there. Alcohol is legal. 
That's right. And, and you're, you're not stopping people from doing these things, and yet they all could lead to the same thing. Now, I know you yeah. can say it's a little different. You, you might say, oh, well, it's a little different. It's a virus. It's a virus. But, but what's the difference? Even if I say I want to go get sick, who, who are you to tell me I can't go get sick? Right. You know, and that's the argument I think a lot so of people you, you, be, you believe that if you want to go get sick, you should have that right to. <laughs> I believe... Not that I would want to go get sick, but I believe right. if I mitigate that risk, that's on me. Just like every other risk I take. Every mm. time I got on my motorcycle, I knew if I got hit, I could die. Right. But I enjoyed riding it. I took that risk. Right. So every time I leave this house, if there's a zombie virus out there, I just got to keep my eyes open. I got to social distance. And if you believe it, I just got to wear my mask. And I'm safe. Right. So but now what that, do I care what you do? Okay. But the government, our government has come up with laws. When we do ride the, uh, the motorcycle, you have to have a helmet on, right? Some states. Some states. Some, some states. Yeah. <laughs> some states you have to have a helmet if you ride a bicycle, but they don't, they don't say anything about when you have to have a, when you ride a motorcycle. Sure. Kind of odd, but they're out there, right? So they, they implement laws to help protect you. That's, but, that's why they're but, doing it. Wearing a seatbelt is to protect you. You're under Wearing the, a helmet is you're to under protect the assumption, you. Mike, that I agree with that. No, 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 no. I'm just oh, saying. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just stating. I don't agree case. with that either. I don't think no, no, no. the government I, I got it. Me. I got it. So okay. some people would say when they make a law that says you have to wear a mask, it's the same as making a law that says you have to wear a seatbelt. Okay, but let's be fair. Let's be fair. If you're going to try and sell me that the government is trying to protect me by making laws, they're, they're protecting me, then why can't we make laws against old people who can't, who can't drive, clearly can't drive anymore? Now, they could break the law on the street, but they're doing 20, 30 miles an hour could cause you an accident. Yeah, but there are laws against that, though. Well, driving too uh, slow, impeding <laughs> the flow of traffic, sure. Yeah, and then they have to, well... But, but what if they get into an accident? It's too late for Because they're long. doing that stuff. It's okay, I understand. I understand. There's a lot more things that the government can be involved in, like homelessness. Yeah. You know, I, like I you said, drug addictions. Yeah. I think they get out of the business of, of, of telling us what, what we need to do to protect ourselves. Right. Or making us protect ourselves. Because here's the, here's the real truth of it, Mike. There is a law against wearing a seatbelt. Does everyone wear one? No. They take the chance. Exactly. Right. They take against- the chance on harm coming to them, and they take the chance on having to face a monetary fine of some kind. Or if hurting someone else. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, well the yeah, someone in the, no, right. if someone in the vehicle, if you, you get into an accident and you're not wearing your seatbelt, you can hurt someone in, in the vehicle. Your body, to essentially. Right, be right. You become like a projectile. Yeah. yeah. So. But um, that, that's stretching it a lot there. But Right, but even no. speeding. Take speeding, for example. Right. I mean, name me somebody who hasn't speed, sped. I, right. I did meet somebody who said they haven't sped, but I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm skeptical. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But people Not speed you. because people would rather break the law, take the risk that they know they can mitigate right. to get there earlier or get there on time. Exactly. So to them, getting there on time is way more important than obeying the speed limit when they knew Absolutely. they could mitigate it. Right. And let's like take for you. I, I, don't, I can't contest for your training but I've been in a lot of training. Uh, I can drive fast, faster than the speed limit because I've been trained to. Now, I'm not right. supposed to, but I can. Right. So, but once again, 
Some people know there's a law and some people break the law. If you're caught speeding, not wearing a mask, you're subject to a fine. It's the same thing. And and I'll be fair, uh, like we said, I'll be fair. I, I don't mind the speeding law because you're not just protecting me, you're protecting other people. Right. So I understand their their intention to protect people, but I think their protection should be geared on protecting the rights of others based on your behavior, not right. protecting you. Okay. You know, and I'll be honest with you, even when I'll go a step further, if you choose to take some marijuana, drugs, whatever, and you, are in your home not harming anybody, that's on you. I don't think we need to waste our time and resources going after addicts. Dealers, yes, because they're uh, promoting it, they're hurting other people through their sales and supply. So what do you think we should do about the addicts? Well, we need to get them help. There you go. You know, Treatment. I, right, I believe they need to treat them, but I don't think they should charge them. Yeah, I did a paper on that uh, years and years ago. It's called, uh, I think it's a RAND Corporation. They did a study and they found that if you spend more money on treatment, that will cure the the drug problem in America before law enforcement will. Right. So Yeah, a lot so, of people don't believe that, but it is true. Oh, I get it. I believe it. And that's why yeah. I said, so instead of instilling fear in people that this zombie apocalypse is, is actually happening and then giving them some... Hail Mary, like this mask is is their savior to the answer. You know, stop and let pe- give people the truth and let them decide what is best for them. And it's, let's mm. be honest, if you are one of those people out there who believe that this mask, no matter what it's made of, is some savior, then you wear the mask. Leave right. people alone. Because and, if you're wearing the mask, then yeah. you can't get sick. Right. And if I'm not wearing a mask and you don't want to socialize with me, then so be it. Yes. It's not like people are running up in your face, lifting your mask and spitting on you. Right, right. That's assault or whatever your state calls it. So leave people alone. If you believe the mask works, wear it. You can't be so ignorant to be making fun of people or or harassing people that are wearing masks saying you're going to get other people sick. Well, if they're getting someone else sick, it's somebody who's not wearing a mask. Yeah, it's like the meme that's going around. If social distancing works, why do you need a mask? If the masks work, why do we need to be uh, quarantined? You know, it's, so it's, it's all like, true. Yeah, it's yeah all I, true. I agree. I agree. If, if they're telling the truth, then they're ignorant. They just come off as right. totally ignorant. I agree with everything you're saying. The only... Uh, Addition to that, that I would say is, I really don't mind wearing a mask. You want to know why? Like you, when I uh, go out and frequent these establishments, I like it because people are out, you know, doing minus the mask what we were doing before. Well, let me, you know, we we have returned to some sense of normalcy, if you will. Sure, you know? I, I could do that without the mask. I know you can. You're just messing everything up, man. No, you no, just no. don't want to. <laughs> Let me, let me throw something at you that you may not have even considered because it blew my mind when I read it. What's that? Do you know there is a law, where I live at least, against wearing a mask while carrying a concealed weapon? Yeah. So I could go to jail for following one law. I'm breaking the other law. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. How no? 
Because you have to wear a mask now, Jim. Come on, exactly. man. So that you're not going to. No, you're not going to. I can't carry the seal. I tell you what, if I was an officer still, then I would say, yeah, you have a chance on going to jail. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, I would yeah. arrest you. Yeah. And you know, you know, this stuff has happened. And, yeah. and I'd love to talk about that. We'll, we'll entertain and uh, go to police work, which I think is kind of going to be fun for us. Yeah. And we'll talk about that and even how it relates to this stuff. But uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, just make a say here. Number one, you, Mike, you, you believe the virus is real? It's oh, hard. Yes. And do you believe masks work? Yes. All right. Do you believe it's real, Jim? I'm going to tell you the virus is real, not Uh what they're making it to be. It is a real virus. Right. I don't think masks do a (laughs) eighth of what they say they do. I I don't believe they do an eighth of what they say they do. Okay. So uh, I'll do away with the masks, keep the social distancing, and everybody get back to the thing. And, and, And I just want to make one more point just to, to make the glaring hypocrisy. I just saw yesterday, I believe, the CDC themselves, the, 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 the guidance that everyone stands by, just said kids need to be back in school. Yeah. My kids aren't going back to school because they're scared. Right. So now I know you're all lying and everyone out there listening you're being lied to. I can't tell you which one is the lie, but you are being lied to and you need to take the time and do your own research and stop putting your head in the sand and trusting everything you believe from everybody. Well, they are going to practice social distancing in school, right? Well, they, they can't. No? Well, they can't. Some schools are trying to, but think about right. it. Schools are overpopulated. 30 right. kids to one team. You can't social distance 30 kids. You yeah, I thought that's why a lot of the school. I, you know, we can't speak for all of America, but sure. I thought that's why a lot of the schools were doing distance learning, giving, like, seniors the option to uh, do things online now. Do classes there are good online. Americans out there trying to make compensations for what they're dealing with. Right. And I think they're legitimately trying. But my point is, if they, the government would stop lying to us, stop the little bickering, infighting, outfighting, whatever. Yeah. And just give us the real truth. We have enough smart people in this country to come up with solutions. See, now, right there, right there, you hit the nail on the head for me. I believe things are bad when no matter what, well, it depends on who has the, who's in office or whatever, what party is in office. Whatever they say, the other side goes against it. Sure. Sorry. If it's a real pandemic out there, you guys can't agree on this. That's when, no, that's when I throw the flag out there. That's why I said, come November, we'll see if this is a real virus or not. There you go. There you go. Until then, then, let's go ahead and pull the pin on this one, and let's move into our segment called Pull the Pin Already, where we just talk about something that really irritates us, or maybe it doesn't really irritate us, but we want to make it like it really irritates. You want to go first there? No, I went first last time. You take it this time. All right, I'll take it first. Well, recently... (laughs) I volunteered volunteered, uh, to video a wedding. Okay. Uh, And I think a lot of us have probably been to weddings, so we know the weddings. But what I want to talk about is that family member. Everybody has that family member. Yes. And I will tell you, 
they're usually the one trying to be in the wedding when they weren't supposed to be. <laughs> I literally had a camera set up on the ceremony, literally set up on the ceremony to capture the whole ceremony, the bride, the groom, uh, the, the preacher or the whoever's hosting the wedding there or uh, facilitating it. And this lady had her phone out just like a Skype call or whatever the program she was using. She was letting somebody watch it literally leaning over in front of my camera in front of the whole ceremony trying to show somebody what was happening wow i literally had to make those little noises like like a little hat you know but i didn't want to make anybody mad but i knew i did the right thing because i heard mom and she moved (laughs) she didn't completely move she just slid back a little bit was it on like facebook live or something i don't know what she was doing oh okay i was filming it yes yes so they all could watch it later and she didn't even like there there were lines on the floor vases vases whatever you want to call it whatever country you're from or whatever tomato tomato whatever they were lined (laughs) they were lined on the floor so she knew her boundary and still the whole time stood inside of it wow so that's my problem. If you're one of those people, you think you want to be in the wedding, go get married again. Even if you're already married, get married. You could be the center of attention. But stop ruining everybody's wedding because you want to be that person. Mm. So that's that's mine. You're going to pull the pin on them. Ah, uh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> what you got, Mike? Well, oh, mine today, uh, I'm, I have to be honest, Jim. This is probably going to be the first one where you don't agree with me at all. Okay, and none of the viewers are going to agree with me because you guys don't have the issue. It doesn't touch you near and dear to your heart. (sighs) Four letters, and I'm talking about S-P-A-M, spam. Pull the pen on it. Just got to pull the pen. I I can't handle it anymore, man. I can't. Now, some people out there, they're thinking about, well, what type of spam is he talking about? The meat? <laughs> and a lot of people don't know about the older spam. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, me, I grew up on the older one. This new generation spam? Nah, man, they took it to a whole nother level. You know, our spam had every type of ingredient you can think of inside of it. So that was okay. It fed your belly, right? But this new, new age spam, it's just too annoying. You can't get away from it. They always call you. You block them. They find another number to call you from. Pull the pin, buddy. Trust me. I will pull the pin, set a claymore up, and get the rest of them. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think you'll have 99% of the people on your side. Yeah. (laughs) The only ones you won't have are the ones doing it. Yeah. (laughs) We all need a job, right? That's what they'll say. (laughs) Exactly. So I guess we're in agreement, right? So yeah. we're going we're gonna to stop having those annoying uh, family members of weddings. And we're going to stop sending people spam. That's right. Which includes all your little Facebook things and like this for a million dollars. That's yes. part of spam. Yes. Even if you don't realize it. If you so. vote like this, forward that, you'll get a half a million dollars. Yeah. Or a chance to win. Oh, God. Please. Please. Exactly. I've done a couple. <laughs> I can see that million paid off. Yes, exactly. Pull the pin, bro. All righty. All, All right. right. Thanks for joining us here. Pull the pin already. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, whatever else you want to do. But most importantly, leave a comment. Let us know how you feel. Until next time, Godspeed. And pull the pin.